0: Um, I have some thoughts about but, uh, um, the end of Parashas Vayikra. So at the end of the parsha it talks about the various Karban Khatas. Is, and the different ones for the coming Gadol if he sins, or the Nasi who sins, or the whole nation who sins by the uh, Ben Hora, Ben Psak of the Bezdin. Or an individual sins again So, the list of the various common uh, karma khatas for different people. So there's uh, I wanted to contrast uh the introduction of uh, the way it introduces the the khatas when the kohen Gadol does Naveira and the and when the um the nasi, which is I think is the leader, the Melech, who does Navera. So when it says by the this first is in Parak Dalid, Pasik Aleph, I guess, is where it starts with the when the Kohen Gadol sins. And it says, "In Hakohen, this is in Gimel, Dalit Gimel. Imha Hakohen, a Mashiach la Ashmasa Am with the Gomer." So it says, "And if the Kohain is appointed, if he sins, la Ashmasa Am, the avera of the Am." And the question is, "What does that mean, la Ashmasa Am? Why is it la Ashmasa Am? It's not la Ashmasa It's Asham, It's a sin of this Kohain Gadol. What does that have to do with the nation?" So, um, so Rashi says, he says first the drasha. Which is um, I can't really go into, it, but it's like a technical detail. But then the the Pshuto the Fiagada, he says the pshad is according to God, god Gadal Khote, when the sins, ashma samhuza. It's like a sin of the nation. Shahin Tuluyan Bolakh or it's a guilt of the nation. Shahim to Lyon Bolakaparlaham. Williswalba them because they're dependent upon him to to atone for them. And to David on their behalf, and he became corrupt. He became a messed up. So somehow, there's something bad, and the coming of those sins is bad for the nation. And then when it comes to the Nasi sinning, this is in the Pasachal Pesach, it says, Okay, and it says it doesn't, should have said, If the Nasi sins, the Nasi is the leader, so this is why they say, Asher Nasi Yachta, so it says, Asher sounds like Asher. Asher hador she'anasi shel le'onosein lev, le'havi kapha rasu ashegegasel. Kavachomer l'mescharid al so it's says, fortunate is a nation, is a generation, that the Nasi, that their leader, puts to his heart to seek out kapara for the shogeg that he does. Certainly, if he has harata, regret for the zadon that he does. So it's like we're fortunate that the, the Nasi, the leader, is seeking out um, kapara for his aver. And I wanted to contrast, it's interesting, is that when it, when the Nasi, when the Kohen Gadol sins, we're saying is that it's terrible, it's the guilt of the nation, because we're dependent upon him to forgive for us and to daven for us, and now he became corrupted. And it's like the guilt of the nation. And we're somehow sad, upset, when our when our Kohen Gadol is sinning. But then when it comes to our leader sinning, instead of focusing on the fact that it's bad that our leader sinned, we're focusing on the fact that it's good that our leader is seeking out um, Kapara, Right, that he's seeking a Kapara for his avera for his shogig. right? So, well, why the difference? I mean, why is it we could could say by the kohen gadol, like we're fortunate that the kohen gadol is seeking out Kapara, or why not say by the melech that it's um, that it's terrible that our that our melech uh, are nasty sin? right? That's that's one thing. Why is they different? And anyways, like, what's the what is the Idea, it's so terrible that the kngalul sins. Look, everyone sins. Inside, and tzad uh, the such thing person who never sins. So look, it's understandable. That the Congo' is going to sin. So what, Now that he sins, it's like it's terrible for the nation that they have a that the Nazi sins, but that the kngalul sins because our, we are dependent upon him to him for us. Okay, so we sin. Look, it's it's bishogeg. It's not like he's sinning on purpose. This whole thing is talking about bishogeg. So he doesn't have error. Everyone does have errors, right? So, um, yeah. And then again, by the Melech, we're saying fortunate that the Melech is seeking out out Kapara for his Shogig and certainly for his Zadon. I'm not sure, certainly, I guess it would be even better. Kavachomer, if he seeks out Kapara for his Zadon, that would be even better. But I guess this is saying even for the Shogig, we're so fortunate that he seeks it out. What is this good fortune? What's the nature of that good fortune? Okay, so putting these questions together, I guess, taking them up one at a time. So let's start with the Kohen Gadol, okay? So the Kohen Gadol is a person who is, he's like the leader of the nation. The, I could say almost like the, that's what I want to say, it's like the difference between the Kohen and the nasi. The, the Kohen is like the religious leader of the nation, whereas the Nazi is, in a sense, the, um, the political leader of the nation. And, and that makes all the difference. So again, the Kodash is like the religious leader of the nation. He is supposed to be like a um, a role model, if you will, of a person who's wholly devoted towards the Vodas Hashem. He doesn't, he like lives in the Mikdash. Even if his relative has become Tame, he doesn't leave the Mikdash. He's wearing the tzitz, which says Kodash Hashem. He's like wearing the crown of Hashem on his head. And he's supposed to be a person who's like Kulol Hashem. He's Kodesh. He's totally removed from you know, from the, the world that we, as we know it, he's not becoming Dame Lameis. And he's at the highest level. He's a high level of certainly Suri Bio, which are unique to him. So that being the case, it's like, um, and, and that impacts us. People focus their attention on the Kohen Gadol. He's an important person. And he's like a role model. A person is like a pinnacle of being totally, wholly devoted to Hashem, Kodesh Hashem. And it's important for people to have a role model like that, to have a person they could look to who represents Kadusha, who represents Avodah Hashem, who's fully devoted towards Avodah Hashem. And, you know, that, with such a role comes great responsibilities, is people look to him for guidance. And when he, he's like a, a, like a pinnacle of perfection, which, which inspires everybody to be able to rise up and to try it as best as they could to approximate move towards the level of the Kohen Gadol. Of course, never to be him. He's the one Kohen Gadol, but to be reaching in that direction. And when he sins, albeit vishogeg, it's it's Ashma Sa'am. It takes down the people. People hear about it, and their pristine image of this tzaddik ends up becoming on their mind. And look, do they know in theory, in the tzaddik, everyone sins? Of course they know that in theory. But now when they th- when they think about him and they know in a concrete way that he did Navera, and I guess it's not a good idea to cover it up. He's open about it. But when they know that he did Navera, he was lacked in his zero. So again, a shogu is based on some sort of lack of care, lack of carefulness. So when they know about that, it impacts them. And in a certain sense, it's like, if even the Cohen Gadol wasn't so careful, then do I have to be so careful? And it's like, it's, they're totally on him. He's the one davening for them, seeking a kapara for them. And it, it takes them down. Again, that's one way, is that it, it takes down their level of zeros. And also they have a certain kiruv Hashem because they know this Kohen Gadol, this high-level person, is davening on their behalf, is seeking a kapara on their behalf. And that connects them to a Baruch because they know they feel like they have a bond to HaKadosh Baruch through this super-duper tzaddik. But when he becomes downgraded in his level, it's like the, it, it lowers the people, it ends up affecting the people. And it reminds me of like the halacha of um, Kiddush Hashem and Chol Hashem, like there's a, there's a mitzvah of Kiddush and Chol Hashem, Hashem which, but there's a special responsibility for like a Talmud Chacham or a Tamidim of a Talmud Chacham to, um, to exercise, uh, to be at a high level of perfection. And like, because I'll say, like, a Talmud Chacham has a stain on the shirt, the of Misa. You know? And the idea is like um, that. that it's like because people judge the Torah and judge Hakadosh Baruch, ultimately through the person of the Talmud through the because he's representing of represents Torah, so therefore it ends up becoming Chil Hashem. People don't just say, "Oh, this individual messed up," but it ends up undermining their view of Torah and their view of Hakadosh Baruch. And that's the that's the that's part of the channel the problem Chil Hashem and watch for a Kala even Kala does terrible things, it creates a Chalasham, people don't just chalk it up to that personal guy who made Nahdun Avera because people are fallible. People chalk it up to the system, people chalk it up to, to, to Torah, people chalk it up to the Kohen Gadot. And that's what I'm saying, it's like because of what the role that the Kohen Gadot is supposed to uh, be in the, in the society and the impact he's supposed to have on the arm, it really takes down the people in the Kohen Gadot sense. On the other hand, the Melech, or the Nasi, who's a political leader, he's not a person who's. I mean, look, Halavai, everyone should be perfected, but his role isn't a role of being a pinnacle of perfection. His role, he's the political leader. He fights our wars. He uh, he does uh, carries out uh, justice, and he could he could execute justice in certain types of ways. He could kill people, uh, you know, if they're rebelling. And he's not like, of course. Again, we always want everyone to be perfected, and ultimately, hopefully, our kings are perfected but in a certain sense we acknowledge the Torah realizes the king is somewhat of a dangerous institution and kings are uh, at risk of becoming like vilti the king is uh, is prone to becoming haughty after all he has so much power and he's, he's prone to becoming haughty and therefore the Torah has many checks to make sure that he doesn't or to try to make him not like he uh, has to carry out the extra to- Torah with him all the time and he... Um, and he's not allowed to marry too many wives and not allowed to have too many horses and you know and all that so the fact is like the Torah recognizes the fact that a king is prone to hate, and with fury it seems like we don't want a king per se uh, is even a high better level that was like when Shmuel, you know the they wanted a king like Shul, like all the nations around them and Shmuel was like you know was felt rejected since the Navi should have been good enough. But the people need it. In a certain sense, there's something about a concession, a king. king, king is a position which is prone to hate and prone to um, the power getting to their head. And even Davin HaMelech, who is the greatest uh, Davin HaMelech Israel, and it's always compared to the Mashiach Hashem, and everyone's always comparing. You know, this king was always that, almost as good as David, not like David, worse than Davin. are always comparing to David. He's like the, the model through which kings are compared to, and he's the greatest uh, pinnacle of tzedkas. But you see that in a certain sense by him but the, with this chet with um Bathsheba also it seems like his power somewhat went to his head and he ended up using his position of power to be able to get Bashava. and you know he did shuvah and he immediately admitted his uh that's part of his greatness that he was able to do shuvah so quickly and realizes his, his chet but you see the idea of like a melech is very prone again. shlomo also had a serious at that time so again it's like the great even our greatest kings so the king is a position which is fraught with problems and challenges and it's almost assumed that malachim are going to make mistakes and they're going to do hatayim. And on the contrary, what we, we should hope for in a, in a melach is a melach who's willing to admit his mistakes. We hope for it a Kohen Gadol. We aspire that our Kohen Gadol doesn't sin. We aspire that our malach admits when he sins. And that's what it's saying is when it says, Asher nasi yachata. It's saying is we're fortunate that the melech, that the nasi comes clean. That when he does a sin, even bishogeg, he says, "Listen, I admit, I made a mistake. I wasn't careful. I did a chid. I want to bring, I want to bring a to bring a, cup, but it's a kapara." So that's like we're we're fortunate because again, we're not saying that we're sad that the king sins. It's a, no one's no one's getting thrown off when the king sins. People assume the king sin. It's almost like the position itself sets him up to sin. But we're fortunate if we have a nation, if we have a king over our nation, that he's willing to admit when he, when he makes an error. And even more so, if we have a king who admits when he did something wrong on purpose, that's even a higher level. If we had that, we'd only aspire to that, a king who really does tshuva in the full sense when he even did amazing. But even if he just admits that he's a shogu, it's hard for a king to say he's the highest person in the land. In the country and then the Kla Yisrael and politically, and for him to say I made a mistake is there's a lot of pressure on his ego to not do such a thing. So that's that's what I'm saying is there's a difference, is that even though both of them are sinning and they're both leaders, it's because the nature of the role of the Kohen Gadol is that he's trying to, he's a model for perfection at this highest level. It's even the very sinning itself is like a, a negative. Even I, he seeks that power. Okay, of course he seeks that He's a it But it's like, it takes us down when he sins. But on the other hand, the Melech, it's this assumed, it doesn't take us down when he sins. It's assumed he's going to sin on the contrary. It takes us up when we see that our leader like that is willing to uh, come clean and to uh, do tshuva. Okay, so um, just some thoughts. If anyone has any comments, I'd love to hear. Okay, take care.